Hey everybody, this is Adam, host of the Pretty Scary Podcast. Just a heads up, we're still on a bit of a hiatus. Don't worry though, new episodes will be back starting in August. Until then, like I mentioned last time, we're going to be putting out some of our older bonus episodes that have never been released to the public, just to keep you satiated until the new episodes come back. Case in point, this episode you're about to listen to right now is from December of 2020. It features me and Caitlin Cut talking about the Denver airport and the Georgia Guidestones, which have since been blown up by a vandal. Also, if you're looking for something new after you listen to this, don't forget, True Crime Sucks. There's a new episode up today for free about the Netflix documentary, The Tinder Swindler, with guest Kim Crawl. It's lots and lots of fun. Click the link in this episode description to listen to True Crime Sucks, or just, you know, go to wherever podcasts are. It'll be there. And hey, we'll see you again in August. Until then, enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pretty Scary. Pretty Scary Boo. Caitlin, take your mask off. We're not, you don't need it right now. We're no, on it's Zoom. not safe. We're on Zoom. I mean, are you sure I can take this off? I'm just going to put mine on. Okay, because I think this would make a really good episode. This, I think this would be good. We just sound hey, like this. People can hear us. Un- unpopular opinion. We put your safety first. Right. How's it uh, going, Caitlin? Oh, well, you know, I... Uh, I am still inside. As you, you should know? be. As we so all should be. So there's that. Trying to uh, get through the weird time between Thanksgiving and Christmas while we're working. I feel like nothing gets done between Thanksgiving and Christmas, no matter what job you have. Yeah, not uh, really. I've been trying to, to relax a little bit. The whole world needs to relax a little bit right now, in my opinion. Yeah. So last week we talked about creepy American monoliths. We talked about the Utah monolith. We talked about yep. the bullshit Hemet Maze stone. The Nazi stone. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the ship, the shipwreck monument. The Ohio Dick Mountain, uh, <laughs> which I'm regretting not having called it on the episode. Just thought of yeah, that me now. Too. It's a bummer. Uh, this week we're doing some bone con. Bone con. Bone con. About burr, burr, burr. two more sort. They're not really monuments. Not really monoliths, not not completely monuments. One of them isn't a monolith at all, it, but it is one of the creepiest structures in the United States. I would argue. Uh, yeah, we can. I think we can call them confounding monuments. They're yeah, just, they're a little weird. Like one of them is like a potential monument. Like the Denver airport is like a thing people are afraid. One is. day we're going to look back on and be like, oh, yeah. oh, I get what that place was now. Right. Yeah. The Georgia Guidestones are just scary. The Georgia Guidestones are terrifying. And right. I think they're both terrifying for a reason people don't completely grasp. Like it's for one thing, they they both kind of relate to the apocalypse and no one thinks they're going to live to see the apocalypse. So who cares? But man, we might. Like, we've been close. People don't, like, 
the Cuban yeah, Missile I, Crisis, we were close. The 80s, we were probably pretty close. I, I just, my feeling on it is since the beginning of the world, it's been the end of the world. I, I was raised in an evangelical environment where it was, the world was always ending. So I'm a little desensitized to apocalyptic thinking so much as I'm like, oh, well, if we try to make this a mystical thing, all the dumb people are going to die. And, and some smart people. And see, I grew up, I grew up in the 80s. I wasn't born in the 80s. I was, by the time we hit the Reagan years, I was a fully functioning person who could think thoughts. And the 80s were scary in terms of nuclear war. Like there was no point where it wasn't being beat into your head that we might all get nuked at some point. And the answer was like, well, hide under your desk and cover your neck. And it's like, yeah, but I'm going to have to live with all you fucks for like another six weeks after that. I don't want that. And there were like bomb shelters everywhere. It was scary. It was very scary. We've talked about this before, but I would just prefer they bomb my house. Like just send the bomb to my house because I don't want to live in the after part. Yeah, I don't don't, want to be in the aftermath where, uh, little known fact, the thing that kills most people in a nuclear blast, the fire afterwards. Yeah. That's why they used to tell people to keep your yards clean because debris that builds up in your yards could be kindling for a fire in a nuclear blast. But now we don't have to worry about nuclear weapons anymore. I think we sold them all. Yeah. Well, that's why we have so many hoarders. Yeah, we should be fine. But the Denver airport, it's, it is a cultural phenomenon at this point. It's weird. And it, it's a thing where the airport itself really leans into the conspiracy theory stuff in kind of a, a jokey joke way, but it doesn't make the stuff that's there any less weird. Like, right. That's kind of how America fights conspiracy theories. We just treat them like they're all funny and stupid. And sometimes they're not. And I do actually have not even concerns about the Denver airport. I, I get why they wouldn't tell people what it is. And I think it's a thing. Why is it in an airport? Well, because it, it would be easy to get in and out of. Fly okay, in and let's, out. let's let's just start. Let's start because I've got questions that are contingent on other things being revealed. Okay, Does that okay. make sense? Yes. So I, I don't want to blow it. Let's 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 start. So there's three things about it in particular that freak people out. There's the mural in the lobby, yep. the dedication plaque and the horse sculpture outside. And they have recently added a sculpture that I shit you not looks like coronavirus under a microscope, which cut us a break Denver airport. Like, not now, Denver. Like, why? Not now. Why? But anyway, uh, if you've never seen any of this somehow, we'll link to it on unpops.com, but you can also just Google it if you're curious. You'll get lots of results. I personally think the the dedication plaque is the weirdest part, followed by that mural choice, but we'll yeah. get into those. The horse, the, the locals call it Blucifer. We call it War Horse on the Unpops Network. We've done two <laughs> War Horse- years. We've done two Warhorse Christmas specials, uh, <laughs> which I, I I promise I'll write another one again soon. Uh, but I think this is the least weird thing at the Denver airport because the Denver Broncos are not only a huge part of Denver, but people don't realize they recently supplanted the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> as America's team, like in terms of fandom, like they are the oh, most. Really? Yeah, yeah, they are. America's team now in the most technical sense. Ah, I didn't know that. So the Denver Broncos are a big deal. And that horse just looks like, I mean, it looks like a 
version of the Denver Broncos logo that has gone to hell and come back for vengeance. Sure, sure. Its its eyes glow red. <laughs> and sure, it killed the guy who made it. There's that. It's got that to its backstory. It has that that flurry. Yeah. And that you're going to hold that again. It's still a good boy horse. It's a good boy. The horse is doing the horse's job. Leave the horse alone. It's not the horse's fault. Yeah. It was it was created by an artist named Luis Jimenez. He died in 2006 when part of the sculpture broke loose and fell on him while he was working on it. That is some omen shit, though. Oh, yeah. It severed I mean, that's an a, artery that's, in his leg and he bled to death. That's a bad sign. But also, it's still at the Denver airport. If this thing was outside like O'Hare, I'd be like, why? 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 What is that? What are you trying to do? <laughs> you trying to scare kids? What's your problem? Because I can't imagine kids see this thing in the distance and are like, oh, yay. Like, Dad, protect us. Why are we driving toward that thing? <laughs> Dad, protect us. It's a scary thing. Like, if you see it, if you've ever been to the, have you been to the Denver airport? No. I've, we did a show in Denver a few years back. And that was when we, when War Horse became a thing on this network. Because wall horse, wall horse. That like that started with me, Jeff, May, Tom Ryman, and Alex Schmidt just <laughs> saying war horse attributes back to each other in old sure. man voice. I the remember whole trip. Like the minute we saw that thing, we were like, Jesus, because <laughs> it is a little like it's a little more intimidating in person. Like when you're driving in, it feels. I don't know. Here's the thing, though. It's it's stone, which means it's right. meant to withstand bad events, like maybe yeah. an apocalypse. So, like maybe if the Denver airport got leveled, you would if you maybe. were out searching for it, you would still see that sure. big blue horse in the distance if something happened. I don't know. The horse is out there, <laughs> and it's fine. Whatever, whatever. The, you got a you got a haunted horse in front of your airport. Who doesn't? I, I would want one. But then there's that plaque. Yeah. It is a dedication plaque and it it's it's from the New World Airport Commission. What the hell is that? What is that? And what new world? Like that so clearly implies one version of the world has died and now we're on to a new one, which is the exact conspiracy theory about this place is that spoiler, it's somewhere elites are going to go to survive in a pending apocalypse. And like, if you don't want people to believe that, don't put this fucking plaque up. Don't do that. It's got all these Freemason symbols on it and lots of Freemason <sighs> stuff. Yeah. And like, there's this Denver Post article. Here's another thing I hate about things getting debunked and the, the way we just trust debunking. It says this about the plaque. While the Freemasons are a legitimate, fraternal, and historically cloistered organization with civic ties to the airport's dedication... There is no evidence to suggest they have a hand in ongoing planning or decision-making at the civilian facility. Okay, but have you checked? Like, who are you waiting for that evidence to come from? The Freemasons? They're not going to tell you. The, the Freemasons are definitely not going to fill in the blanks for anyone. They never have. Yeah, that all the Freemasons do is put their fucking symbols everywhere, so we worry about it, and then when you ask, they're like, oh, we're just dudes in funny hats, man. <sighs> We got to kill Chet Wild. Why? Is he part of the Freemasons? He's a Freemason. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you didn't know that? 
No. <laughs> but wait. He's clearly like the cannon fodder Freemasons. Like he's not he's not in the room with the swords and shit. Why is he a Freemason? What is he doing? <laughs> I have no idea. He's probably here to spy on us. Uh, that just blew my brain open. <laughs> I'm I'm questioning everything I've ever shared with him at this point. I love that I host a conspiracy podcast and have a Freemason for a co-host on another podcast. Keep your enemies got- close. I got questions. <laughs> I got questions. What the fuck is he thinking? I don't know. He, do, he doesn't ever talk about it because that's what Freemasons do. That's why they shouldn't be president. Because once you become president, your ultimate oath is supposed to be to the United States. And that's not how Freemasons work. Freemasons, your ultimate oath is to the Freemasons. So it is actually kind of troubling that so many presidents and politicians have been Freemasons. Also, Freemasonry, I believe, is banned in certain parts of Europe. So they're not nothing. Yeah, banned? Yeah. Hmm. And like we want we we want to laugh it off. I never have. Yeah, I've I've never really thought the Denver airport thing is is nothing. And here's no. the, but here's the thing. What people don't get is if you if you say that there is actually something happening here, people take it to mean, oh, well this is a nefarious. Oh, so you think the Denver airport is up to something evil? No. No. I don't. <laughs> But I do believe there's a possibility that it might be a place because we have places like that all along like the East Coast. There are government facilities that are just that. They're like built into the side of caves and they are meant to be places where the government can go and continue operations in the case of a disaster, like a nuclear disaster. It's not a bad thing inherently by any means. And we're going to need one in the Midwest. Like. Yes. Like, who's got time to get to the coast? If you're like, some billionaires no. live in Omaha. They got to they gotta yeah. get to their bunkers too. Like, I'm not saying we're going to be able to go. No, we're going to die. And that's exactly why they wouldn't tell us that that's what this place is. Sure. Because we would all show up wanting to get in. Right. So whether it whether it's a government thing or just a bunch of rich people were like, hey, let's build an airport. But then underneath that airport, we can just go live there. If That's things... what I think Disneyland is. Yeah, it could be. Everybody always says that I'm crazy. And I'm like, mm, I don't know, because there we know that Disneyland has a infrastructure completely below the park that's fully functional. So we, we know that that's a real thing. And it's connected to, it's literally next to the five freeway, which is like an artery up and down California. Right. I could go on, but it's like thinking logically, why wouldn't it be? It's Walt Disney. It's the Disney corporation. Like it's the, that's what they do. And like, what do people think the government's spending their money on? Like they're not spending it on us. Obviously. Like we're not getting billions of dollars from the black ops budget dumped on us in because Mm -hmm. coronavirus is happening. We're still out there doing crazy shit. We're the United States. We're the craziest. That is what people don't get about us we're the craziest we want to act like oh north korea they're unstable oh man russia what's that guy gonna do i would remind you we're the only country that's ever nuked anyone so (laughs) i think we still win we outright win and people are like oh russia their intelligence service kills dissidents man ours topples governments yeah what ours will destroy your country 
And we're like, oh, America wouldn't do that. America will do anything. There's yeah, nothing America. America won't do. America. Ugh. So, of course, we're going to build a, a batshit crazy airport in Denver, put a bunch of signposts out saying this is definitely a secret special place, and then tell everyone that it's definitely not a secret special place. Yeah. We would do that. It's a hiding it's not in that hard. plain sight kind of thing. It's very easy. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, then there's the mural. The yeah. mural. The mural is terrifying. I don't care how much people try to explain it away. It is terrifying. It is clearly a depiction of the apocalypse. The mural should, that mural should definitely not be in an airport. No. The only place that it's less appropriate is a children's hospital. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think so. Like I can't, I I can't think of a place where I am more vulnerable than an airport. Like I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to catapult my body into the sky with a bunch of strangers. I can't think of a place I less want to think about fire and there's lots of fire on it. Like I don't, there's so much fire on it. There's fire, there's swords, there's guns, there's babies buried in the ground. And then people are like, yeah, "Yeah, but if you go around to the other side, you see that we come through the apocalypse and we're fine. And again, that is the conspiracy is that this is a place where people will go to survive some cataclysmic event. And there is a mural depicting that in the lobby. And people literally are like, people are like, well, it's nothing. No. It's like, it's something. Like, it's, take it down if it's nothing. Like, it's. It, it, take that down. <laughs> cover it. Like, put, it's, put it's, it's literally like yelling it. fire in a, in a movie theater. It but really a mural. Is. And it, like. Like, it, like, if you, okay, here's, here's how I know it's inappropriate. If you put a person dressed in all black and ran them through the airport yelling just the description of the mural, they'd be arrested on post 9-11 premise like charges. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's why it needs to be taken out. Like if, <laughs> this if thing... all you were doing was literally describing this thing, you would sound like a terrorist. Like if this thing went up in my neighborhood, I would call crime move. stoppers. Like I'd want, <laughs> I'd need to know who did that. <laughs> Like there was, when I lived in downtown LA at one point, someone was putting these creepy ceramic pink doll faces all over stuff. No and I was way. like, I want that to stop. I want that to That's stop right now. Stop. I don't think, go. I don't know if they ever figured out what that was about. Mm. Honestly, it's, it's people who want attention. Yeah. Well, here's, here's the, here's the reason I think people don't take the Denver airport thing seriously enough for one thing it's it's a logical thing like it makes sense that there would be a facility like this somewhere in the middle of the country yeah they can't all be built into mountains like no some places don't have mountains although i believe colorado does have several all of the wouldn't it make sense that all of the places of that nature would be airports yeah frankly airport it has more runways than most airports it has it is in the middle of nowhere like it's not in Denver. It's like 25 it miles not, outside Denver. Also on top, it's the most dangerous airport in the United States. And one of the most dangerous airports in the world because it's on a, it's on top of a mountain. Right. And when they were building it, there was all this excavation work that was happening out in these fields. Like this, the fields around it used to be hills. Yes. And now it's all flat and people were like, well, what's, what's under there? And they were like the baggage system. Shut up. Your baggage system does not go 15 miles out into the middle of nowhere. Like, stop it. Like, we're not dumb. And then, and then now they're just like, oh, there's a bunch of stuff down there, man. 
And people are like, oh, well, someone who was building it would have said if that's what they were. Not if you told no. that motherfucker they can have a bunker when shit goes down. They're also going to be like, I don't, I don't know, man. Also, as somebody who used to work in something as benign as kitchen and bath remodeling, I'm here to tell you <laughs> that the people that work on those places are not paying attention. I don't want to ruin the romance for you, but nobody's sitting there thinking like, I wonder why this person needs three wine cellars. They don't care. They don't care. And that will become very apparent when we talk about the Georgia Guidestones. Yes. <laughs> but we'll get there. And the other thing I want to bring up, because I'm sure there are still people out there who are like, no, nah, I just don't buy it, man. Look into Ronald Reagan. Ronald, <laughs> Ronald Reagan had a very unique take on nuclear war, which was that nuclear war was imminent. Not only imminent, but it was required to bring on the apocalypse, to bring on the end of days as foretold by the Bible, and that when it happened, the United States would survive, and we would be the ones to rebuild the world. Yeah. So Ronald Reagan's policies and Ronald Reagan's time as president is pretty much the foundation of everything that happens with conservatives neoconservatives, Republicans going forward. Reagan is the foundation of that. So do you think Reagan is the only person who thought that? Do you honestly think Reagan's the only one who is like, yeah, it's a bummer that we got to go to nuclear war with Russia and that a lot of people are going to die, but at least God's on our side and we're going to survive. We just got to go somewhere to wait it out. Where are they going to go? Where are they going to (laughs) go? What what about the rich people who aren't in government, but who also believe that? Where where are they going to go? Tell me where they're going to go. <laughs> that's, that's my only question. Where are they uh, going? Because I promise you rich people aren't out here just planning to die when things. There's a whole season of American Horror Story about it. Like, watch your FX yep. shows. Yep. Like, in the 80s, there were bomb shelters built. All Like, there's bomb shelters in the middle of nowhere. And it's like, who built that? A rich person. Yep. A rich person. Wasn't poor people putting them up. Nope. So it's really not that crazy that the Denver airport might be some sort of apocalypse shelter. We got right. a bunch we got a bunch of them. They're all over the country. Yep. Sh- should we talk about should we talk about the next one though? Oh yeah. Uh god, I really I got through all those notes without even like reading the notes. That was just I'm me. I'm really impressed. That was just me fucking ranting. That was great. Pretty uh, good. <laughs> let's talk about the Georgia Guidestones. I think the Georgia Guidestones are creepier. They're much creepier because they make less sense yeah like <laughs> like the airport i'm like oh that's a bunker for rich people this i'm like i don't know why that i don't why is this here yeah this what is, is this this is just apocalypse types wanting a movie moment that they're yeah. never gonna see like you're not no. gonna be alive to see survivors stumble upon this thing but i i think if you look into the background of this it is also indicative of that idea that there are rich republicans um Christian Republicans, but like fundamentalist Christian Republicans out there who think it's coming and we're going to survive it and we're going to rebuild the world. And this is like an 80s example of that. The the George (sighs) Guidestones, they're located in northeast Georgia, five massive slabs of polished granite, each 16 feet tall, with four of them weighing more than 20 tons each. They support a 25,000 pound capstone and there's a nearby plaque on the ground that gives the dimensions of the structure and explains 
a series of intricate notches and holes that correspond to the movements of the sun and stars. And then there's the guides themselves, which are the creepy. Yeah. 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 They, they appear in more than seven languages, uh, ranging from English to Swahili. And by that, I mean eight. And they are new agey as fuck bordering on eugenics at some points. I think the first one is the craziest or the most alarming because the, the first rule maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature, which sounds Uh great, but also 12 out of 13 of us have to die for that to happen. (sighs) That's no good. Next rule. I I don't think they mean Americans. Well, that's yeah. Oh, oh no. No, definitely not. So let me just point that out real quick. Uh, No, it's not 12 out of 13 of us. (laughs) No. Uh, No. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Yikes. We failed. We have failed that. Yeah, that's the thing. Like these are alarming whether they're uh, (laughs) things we need to do now, like whether we need to cull enough people to get down to 500 million. Or if something bad happened and we're already there, the instructions are still creepy, like guide reproduction wisely. That means you're telling people like what people can and can't have kids and presumably like what kids that are born get to live. I don't want to think about it. Just keep going. Uh, unite, (laughs) Unite humanity with a living new language, which doesn't sound that bad on the surface but that is genocide that is like removing an entire culture like their language everything that's genocide uh rule passion faith tradition and all Uh things with tempered reason protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts fine let all nations rule internally resolving external disputes in a world court that's also Uh-oh. creepier than it sounds because oh, yeah. Russia is pushing this thing and has been for years called the fourth political theory that argues that fascism, communism, and liberalism have been the three big political forces in the world and that communism and fascism have failed and that liberalism is on its way to failing and that we need to replace it with a fourth thing. And this fourth thing they want to replace it with is... Like this combination of uh, sort of like a liberalism that allows you to be racist if you want to be racist. If you want to like expel a certain Christian group or religious group out of your country, fine, do it. It's your country. Like do whatever you want. Just leave us alone. And it sounds cool. But what happens when like every country in the world wants Muslims expelled and we've already destroyed the Middle East so they can't go back there. Then you have genocide on your hands again. I don't, I don't want to take Russia's lead on really anything. So I'll just go ahead and say that. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not saying it as a good thing. Yeah. Like, it's not a good thing, but I, I just like underlying the fact that it's Russia's idea. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't need your nope. Yeah. I'm it's no. there's a book about it. It's, it's uh very alarming. Uh, avoid petty laws and useless officials, which sure uh-huh. balance personal rights with social duties, prize, truth, beauty, love, Seeking harmony with the infinite. This one I agree America, with. America, no uggos allowed. Right? This one I agree yeah. with. Be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room yeah, for that, nature. Leave room for that, nature. That's a that's debatable as to who falls. It's just very scary of like who fall, 
falls under these. It really <laughs> is. And like what most everyone agrees on is that these are directives meant to instruct survivors of an impending apocalypse as they try to rebuild society, which again, ancient alien theory. Why would these guidestones survive? <laughs> because they're built that way. They're meant, that's one of the things when they went in and asked, when they set this all up. I know, but. Well, people assume, I think people kind of misjudge what kind of destruction like a nuclear weapon would, would I rain. What it does. I, I just, I, I don't mean like literally survive. I just, it, it makes me, I think most people don't even know what these are. So the, the, the audacity of assuming that the Georgia Guidestones would be so well known that once the dust settles after nuclear war, everybody goes, oh, wait, those Guidestones, let's go back <laughs> try to remember what they say yeah and I like just, that's if, the part i don't understand is like how they think these principles survive i mean most people don't even know their spouse's phone number i don't know why they think this would survive and not something else and more draconian well if i was leading this rebuild and someone stumbled upon these things and brought them to my attention i'd be like oh the people who destroyed the world have some tips on how to rebuild yeah. the world <laughs> Also that. Thank you. That's another cool. great point. I'm definitely listening to them. They seem like upstanding people. No, fuck that. Nope. But these things were built in 1980, which too even new. that part's kind of weird. Like that's too, too new. Yeah. Too recent. It's too new. It is a highly engineered structure that flawlessly tracks the sun. The company that built it had to retain the services of an astronomer from the University of Georgia, renowned for their astronomy department. Everyone knows. To help build it, no one knows exactly who commissioned it or why, which I think is the most fascinating aspect of this thing. Yeah. All we know about the building of it is that a strange gray-haired gentleman who called himself Robert C. Christian cool. showed up in Elbert County, Georgia, claiming to represent, and this is a quote, a small group of loyal Americans, end quote, who had been planning the installation of a large monument. And he came there because he believed Elbert County produced the finest granite in all the world. I wonder okay. how they determined that in 1980. Like they didn't Google it. What a nerd. Yeah. What a dork. <laughs> so this granite nerd shows up. Mm, you make the best granite. Also, like they don't make it. Yeah. And what if like they, the second best, second best granite maker was like, somewhere cool like Chicago or something like more accessible. It's the middle of nowhere. Although the walking dead does take place in Georgia. Also, there's a lot of stuff taking place in Georgia these days. Oh man is there. So he shows up in Elbert County, home of the finest granite in all the world. And he says this monument is going to serve as a compass, a calendar and a clock and had to be capable of withstanding the most catastrophic events so that humanity would be able to use them to establish a better civilization than the one that was about to destroy itself. And this was in 1980, which again, oh. Cold War, very tense time. And the company tasked with building it, Elberton Granite Finishing, was run by a guy named Joe Fendley. And he was taken aback when this guy uh, he was dealing with told him straight up that R.C. Christian, Robert C. Christian, fake name. Ooh. Not his real yeah. name. Can't be. He said it was a pseudonym and that the group commissioning this had been planning it for 20 years and demanded total anonymity. What? Which that I that again, I think, speaks to this idea that there are people 
way, way up in our government who from time to time take control of the government uh, when a Republican wins. And those people do think we're headed for a huge conflict in the United States that's going to kill a lot of us, but we're ultimately going to survive it and go on to rebuild the world. And I think this is more proof of that. Like, Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, the right is obsessed with, with apocalyptic thinking obsessed, which is why they don't care about, you know, climate change or any of these other things. They're convinced that at the moment we are polishing the brass on the Titanic, there's going to be a giant thing that happens and everything starts over because that's what their holy book says has happened several times. So that's why they think that way. I don't know how conscious they are of why they think the things that they do, but there they, there it is. There it is. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Like this is a thing, like this is obviously not a threat to anyone. Like it's just in the middle of Georgia. I wouldn't mind. I'd love to go see it. I bet it's fascinating to look at, but it's still like people need to think about stuff like this beyond that. Like, no, it's not going to bite you. If you walk up to it, it's not a threat in that way, but it is, it's kind of like a monument to Republican thinking. And what that monument should tell you is this is where conservative Republican thinking ends is with a lot of us dying in the United States, but they'll survive because they have the Denver airport to flee to. So let's finish talking about this thing. Uh, Joe Fenley said he would only build it if Christian told him his real name and could prove he could pay for it. Christian asked if there was a banker in town he considered trustworthy. What year is this guy living in? I know. Even in the 80s, there's like an outdated way of thinking. Yeah. Good sir. (laughs) Do you know of a good banker in town? One that is trustworthy and forthright. You can help me construct my monument. I need the greatest goose in all of Georgia. (laughs) So Joe Fenley was like, oh yeah, great. I will happily hand you off to someone else. And he handed him off to a guy named Wyatt Martin, who is, of course, as we all know, president of Granite City Bank. Sure. And Martin and Christian came to an agreement where Christian would reveal his real name on the condition that Martin promised to serve as his sole intermediary, sign a confidentiality agreement, pledging never to disclose the information to another living soul and agree to destroy all documents and records related to the project when it was finished. Man. That's a lot. That is, that is a a lot of secrecy for what is literally just a slab of stone in the middle of nowhere. It seems to me that this person built in all of this secrecy in hopes of adding some authority to what had been built, but I doubt that it's anything beyond a wacky rich kook that is probably pro-life. Yeah. He did say he was going to send the money from different banks all across the country because he wanted to make sure it couldn't be traced, which is also weird. This this guy seems like an asshole. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, uh, he's obviously an asshole of some sort. It's just, it's like, I don't, care about him i want to know what he knows and what inspired this i don't think he knows anything i think he's it i know enough crazy evangelicals right now that if they had this kind of money they would put this together thinking they were doing humanity a service right but why would you be so secretive about it because they are weird yeah but also they like they sometimes run the government and they are in very high level positions and like well, they've been planning this for 20 years. Yeah. I mean, I, this is where I kind of fall on a little bit of knowledge is a very dangerous thing 
you know, maybe this guy knows a sliver of something, but not the whole picture. And he's decided to make it, he decided to make it his thing that he was going to build these guide stones to whatever. I, I just, this just seems like weird rich people stuff more than anything. And I don't think this guy had a secret knowledge of anything. I think he just was, like you said, a product of his time. And, and I mean, look, I, I had a mom that thought the world was going to end several different times growing up prepared for it. Yeah. But the, the prospect the of 90s. like, the prospect of like Jesus coming back and ending the world and the prospect of nuclear war ending the world, I feel like are two radically different things because one I think, is, no, I, well, one is possible. Like one, we have the technology to do it. Yeah. But I think a, an articulated fear of something doesn't necessarily mean there's a reliable prognostication going on. Yeah. But also if, if the people in charge of things like that believe that's what we need, like, like that's what would be best for us would be best for humanity is for this conflict to happen. And so we're building facilities and we're building instructions carved into the side of stone. I'm sorry. That's fucking alarming. Cause we, it is alarming. I just electing don't think these people, we keep letting them run our government and every time we do, they take us closer and closer and closer to a point where we're like, are we all going to die? Are yeah, we all I, going to die? I know, but I think that you've made a leap here that you can't really substantiate, which is we don't know what this guy's deal is at the we end don't. of the day. Like we don't so, know what his deal is. So we don't, we don't know if we elected this guy. We don't know. No, anything. that's, but what I'm saying is like, when you hear things like I represent a small group of loyal Americans, like that stuff. It, it feels different to me than just like, like this isn't what Christians do like this. I know it's like weird, rich people shit, but it's. This is exactly what evangelical Christians do. I well, think they've lost the, the thread. Where are the other guide stones? Like where's, where's the other guide they're stones? Not, they're not smart. I mean, they designed, Honestly. They, they, they designed a structure that flawlessly tracks the sun. Like, yeah, I the, no, they, they hired an astronomer to do that. He didn't do that. But he was still working within instructions given to him sure. by but you, them. But you're asking where the other guide stones are, and I gave you I that just, answer. I just think saying they're dumb is reductive because they're, they're not they're dumb. They're short-sighted. Dumb. Like, they can pull something like this off, and we still haven't figured out who they are or what it's for or why they did it, what inspired it. Like, who's maintaining that kind of anonymity anymore? Like, we figure out everything, and we have no clue about this shit. A crazy person. Maybe. I hope so. A weird rich person. I hope I really hope rich people are weird. I hope they it's want... just a crazy person. I hope the Denver airport is just an airport. I hope the Utah monoliths don't well, inspire I don't people to airport, violence. Like I, I, I think that this is the same thing as donating a bunch of money to add a, a wing to a hospital. The only difference is this guy didn't want his name on it and the other people do. That the people that, that add wings to the hospital don't do it because they care about those people. <laughs> it's just not how it works. Unfortunately, I wish it did, but it doesn't. Because there are plenty of people that donate anonymously that do great things because they care. This yeah. guy this guy is at least satisfied in knowing that he built something that's going to persist through his lifetime if he's even alive. And that was all he needed. And that's what he wanted. Yeah, but also you don't know that for sure. Like, like no, no one. We do. No one. We do know that for sure because no he didn't put knows, his name on it. No one knows exactly what the motivation for this was, and that's like that's my whole thing. Well, like, yeah, you can't you can't definitively say anything other than that. 
a weird dude calling himself R.C. Christian rolled into Elbert County, Georgia, put down a lot of fucking money to build an apocalypse monument, and then yep. disappeared. Like, that's yeah. all anyone knows. Exactly. That that's all we know. is what's weird to me. Yeah, that, that is, is what's weird. And that is super fucking weird because that's, we, wait, it's very weird. We know things like we fucking know things and the things we don't know. We're usually able to figure out. Well, let's try to figure out who this guy is. I bet we could figure it out. I, I bet we could not like what? I bet we could. If they destroyed all the documents, what do, what do we even have to go on? I don't know. It's just something to think about. Yeah. I mean, we could go ask the fucking banker if he's going to tell us, but it's not like, it's not like Carly Simon revealing who you're so vain is about. Like this is a different thing. Like this might get murdered well, by lizard a, people. She comes it, out and tells just, people. That's why I'm not that impressed. I mean, it's money. It's which is fine, but it's not. It's not national security. This guy isn't being protected by the government. It's not serving a purpose, really. He's just. You know what it is? My my feeling on it is is a little tainted because I used to work in nonprofit and I had this desk at the front of the office and one day. We had a big donor donate a giant butterfly sculpture to the building. Now, this is a building that people outside of the organization never go in and out of. Nobody outside of the organization was ever going to see this statue except for the people that worked there. But they wanted to donate this thing. This thing was nine feet tall, made out of cast iron and stained glass. And it was this swirling thing of butterflies that traveled to the sky. They put it directly in front of my desk. It took two weeks to install because this thing fell over. It would have killed somebody. Right. And, and this, this donor literally never warned us that they were doing it. And this is a person that made money in steel. So rich people are weird and they do these kinds of things. And that's where my feeling on it is. And her whole thing was, oh, I don't want people to know it was me. But she inconvenienced everybody and did this weird thing out of nowhere. Yeah, the I still think the thing that separates a, a weird person putting up a butterfly sculpture in this is that this and the conspiracy around the Denver airport both, not to, not to keep coming back to this point, but they both speak to the fact that we continually, constantly over the years will not stop electing people who think an apocalypse needs to happen and that the people who survive it will be Americans. Like that is concerning because mm -hmm. then all your, all your mutually assured destruction stuff that like that's people are like, Oh, we would never bomb anyone because they'd bomb us right back. That doesn't matter if the person calling the shots thinks we're going to survive and that he knows he has a place to go to survive and he can wait it out. And then we will just rebuild the country. Those people sometimes run the country. And that, yeah. that is why these things are scary to me. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's all evangelical. It's not really connected to anything else. Evangelicals that. are scary. And we elect mm -hmm. them president all the time. Yeah, we didn't this time, although he's lying about it. <laughs> yeah. That's what I find so interesting about the Trump situation is he's not even an evangelical. He's just a terrible human being. No, yeah. But there was that... People don't even realize how evangelicals got on the Trump bandwagon. It's so fucking crazy. Someone was watching Fox News and had this like a, a voice told him that Trump was supposed to be our next president. And unfortunately, that guy's wife was an organizer for evangelical groups. And she took this information out to her massive network of evangelicals and 
like I know. struck up this like daily prayer call that had hundreds of thousands but of people on it by the end. I know plenty of evangelicals that all say that God told them he was supposed to be elected. They all say that. It's just not everybody organizes a fucking scary ass phone call. Yeah. Evangelicals are scary. Yeah, Fundam- they are. That's why I'm not one anymore. And I feel like we need to go back to calling them fundamentalists. I'm that's fine with are. that. That's what they are. They changed it back in the day because they know fundamentalist sounds bad, but they're fundamentalists yep. and okay. we should stop letting them run the government. I'm in. Same. So I think that's our episode. Do you have yeah, any final thoughts on the Georgia Guidestones? I just, uh, rich people are creepy. I tell you what I want to want to shout out in Georgia It's the fucking Mm. Georgia Satellites. Now, that's an underrated band right there. People write them off because of the the, don't give me no lines and keep your hands to yourself. Like, yeah, I get that they're one-hit wonders, but just go listen to their albums. Georgia Satellites, good band. I'm going to give them a whirl now. Thanks to your reco. They're like the replacements of the South. Whoa, that's a statement right there. Thank you. I know. So, do we have anything to plug? I don't have anything to plug. Please just don't touch anyone outside of your house. Don't touch anyone. Don't go anywhere. Don't do anything. It'll be worth it. Yeah, when we can all go places and do things again. This isn't forever. (sighs) That's the one thing. I wish people would just get that through their heads. No, just get on that vibe. This is not forever. I mean, being dead is forever. Wearing a mask doesn't mean you have to wear a mask the rest of your life. Like No. I don't no. know how that's not a thing people are grasping, but they're not. So good luck, America. Oh, Caitlin, let's get out of here. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> I gotta go eat. I'm fucking hungry. Yeah. All right. Eat. Caitlin, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. We love you.